0: Good morning, and Merry Christmas. Christmas is the most amazing event in the world when God became a man. God became a man is so fascinating to many people. But it's when the maker of the universe became a dot on an ultrasound. Christmas anticipation lifts people up to a new high. The lyrics of the song goes like this, there is something about Christmas time, there is something about Christmas time that makes you wish it was Christmas every day. And the lyrics continues, Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year to see the joy in the children's eyes, the way the old folks smile, say that Christmas will never go away. Come on, old folks, let me see your smile. Actually, Christmas never goes away for Christ's followers because of that embedded joy. Christmas has been called the season of love, except when two people are fighting in the parking lot to get a parking spot. (laughs) It's a season on our calendar when family, friends gather together for a wonderful time, enjoying one another's company and the festivities and the decoration and the lightings and everything that goes on. It's a season when the nativity scenes displayed in the public places really draws our attention to a season of something amazing happened in the history when an immaculate conception took place. And now with all the festivities, the commercializations, the elation and the jubilations, there is the deep-rooted spiritual aspect Underlining the true Christmas celebration when God came into the world as the true light. The true light came into the world, God's indescribable gift, Jesus Christ. Now to some level, we are all partly indoctrinated in the commercialism and the season but never lose the significance of the Christ mass in our celebration to worship. That is what we learn from the wise men when they came and they see and they worship. That's what we're doing today. Christmas is a sweet story and it's also a bitter story. Many get caught up Being so thrilled with the festivities and the commercialization surrounding Christmas, even acknowledging the baby in the manger, the host of angels, the stars, the shepherds, and the wise men gifts, making even a pilgrimage to church service on these special days, but not giving any deep thought of the significance behind what is being celebrated. The scripture tells us, in verse 20, a child is from the Holy Spirit. We celebrate Christmas because a child born is from the Holy Spirit. Now, church, people listening online, God did not send us another messenger. On this particular mission, he took it personally upon himself and wrapped his deity in human form that would revolutionize the whole world. That's what he did. Our calendar revolves around this birth, it speaks volume. It's 2022 AD, or the secular and the other faiths would like to have it CE, Common Era. But no matter what label you put on the bottle, the content matters. The next thing we see in verse 21, the name Jesus. Many parents give a lot of thinking and thoughts of a name for their baby. Some wrestle finding a name and hoping... The child will live up to his or her name as we observe many times in the Old Testament. Joseph and Mary did not have any problem wrestling with the name. Joseph was given a name for the child. And in verse 21 it continues to say that he will save his people from their sins. In other words, this child... We live out His name. Jesus means Savior. Now people have difficulty accepting the Christian doctrine of total depravity. Depravity contradicts all human efforts. God became fully man to die for sinners, as the scripture says. He will save many from their sins. And Jesus' cousin, the forerunner, John the Baptist, points to Jesus and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. In John 3.16, it reads, For God so loved the world. And what we observe here is that God's grace appeared in Christ, offering salvation to all people. Now Christmas has its beginning back in the Garden of Eden. And our own day-to-day experiences confirm that we live in a fallen and broken world going back to mankind's early history when Adam and Eve transgressed by disobeying God and they sinned. That's where Christmas went back to. That's where it started. And regardless of man's righteous efforts in life, It is hopeless and inadequate. For everyone falls short of the glory of God. The scripture says that man's righteousness is like filthy rags. Just can't cut it before a holy God. So Christmas is a sweet and a bitter story as we follow this trend as we go and down. Jesus came to earth from heaven, a place where he lived in eternity past to be the ultimate Passover lamb to save sinners. Yes, that is part of Christmas, going to that cross. leaving heaven and coming to earth as a servant measured how deeply we are loved. He left his glory where he enjoyed a perfect relationship in his father's presence to embrace a broken, sinful world. Why? Because man is a special creation of God. The Bible says God created man in his own image. It does not say that about anything else, only human beings. Man was made by God. Man was made for God. Man spoke to God, walked with God, and enjoyed God. And then man made a clever move in his own eyes that cost him paradise. And that is what front-load Christmas. Mary and Joseph have been informed by the angel that their baby boy will be heaven's Perfect Lamb. As Jesus spending the Last Supper with his disciples, he gave them instructions as how to carry on until they meet again in his new kingdom. And we read in Matthew 26, 26 to 29. Now as they were eating, Jesus took bread. in my father's kingdom as we follow the scripture we observe that the child was born from the holy spirit the child name was given jesus savior the child will save his people from their sins so the christmas birth did not just happen It was planned, it was ordained, it was prophesied since the transgression in the Garden of Eden took place. And emphasized many times throughout Scripture, especially in Isaiah 7.14. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. Emmanuel, God with us. We celebrate Christmas because God came to be with us and continues to be with us as the Holy Spirit takes residence in our hearts. So church, the believer, does not go alone or go about life alone. Jesus Christ, fully God, fully man, Identifies with man on earth. Jesus, the Emmanuel, understands our difficulties. All that you go through in life, be it your a, a child who go to school, he understands your school problems. He understands your work problem and that work environment. He understands the business world and how you function. He understands your financial struggles and family disruptions, illness, the loss of a loved one. He identifies and understands with our life. Life is full of reasons for lament. The mourning, the grief, the sorrow, the regrets. And we all experience them on some level on a regular basis. But if we allow those lament to point us to the God of hope, we can sing joyfully even if you sing through your tears. As you struggle under the burdens of life, We have to focus where help comes from, from the maker of heaven and earth. The Bible tells us that this baby born in a manger is of significance. He is the savior of the world who came in human form that first Christmas to fix humanity's spiritual problems. And with the ultimate goal. To give eternal life. Religions. And religious righteousness. Is man's attempt to get to God. But Jesus Christ. Is God's attempt to get to man. Moved by the spirit. Simeon in Luke 2.19. When Joseph. And Mary went to the temple to, concentrate, to consecrate their first male child. He pronounced, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel. And to be a sign that will be spoken against. It happened then and it happens today. And it will happen until Jesus comes. Jesus asked his disciples a serious question. And the same goes for people today. Who do you say I am? Who do you say I am? Jesus' deity is always on the attack. He's always on the attack. Some say he's a good man. Some say he's a prophet. Some say he's a religious leader. Jesus is asking the same question today. Who do you say I am? The response to that question will determine a person's eternal destiny. And Christmas reminds us that God's love extends to all people Of all walks of life. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whoever believes in Him will not perish but have everlasting life. It was love that brought Jesus to earth. Love brought Jesus to earth. Theologians have concluded that John 3 16 is the gospel in a nutshell. Others say John 3.16 is the greatest text of all in the Bible. Martin Luther, the German reformer of the 16th century concludes, John 3.16 is everybody's text. And that the text contains the whole Bible spelt out love. The God-man made his entrance on earth, heading to the Calvary's cross, with his first stop in the manger, tells us that God so loved, and that so has not only the extent of his love, but the intensity and the passion of his love for us, his image bearers. We are God's image bearers, and it was love that brought him here to earth. Who do you say I am? Jesus said this. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He means it then, and he means it today, and he means it tomorrow. Throughout life on earth, he means that. That he is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through him. And when that truth is realized in one's life, they are reconciled with God forever. There's no part-time belief system. This is forever. The scripture says, Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. Jesus left us with verse 29 of chapter 26 that we just read before communion at the Last Supper. And he said, I tell you, I will not drink from this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. That's a promise to hold on to. That will happen. Yes Christmas is a sweet story when Jesus was born Yes Christmas became a bitter story when Jesus was crucified And yes Christmas becomes a joyful story when Jesus was raised from the dead Why we celebrate Christmas Because Christmas brought hope. It brought hope of a secured salvation. Christmas and Easter speaks to us that death has no hold on believers and our inheritance is imperishable, undefiled and unfading that has been kept in heaven by God's power and is being guarded through the believer's faith. Secured hope. Christmas brought a secured hope. And nothing, nothing can separate the believer from God with that hope. Nothing can separate the believer's secured position. The scripture says, For I'm sure that neither debt Nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. The love of God is so powerful and strong in Christ that when the Apostle Paul ransacked the whole universe, he couldn't find anything. Nothing he couldn't find that will come in between that love of God and a child of God. Nothing. Church. Jesus is the most valuable asset one can ever have in all eternity. And it starts here on earth when one accepts him as Savior and makes him Lord of their life. Right here it starts. many people many religions and i say this with respect will pray for the dead after they're gone jesus said to start here now jesus is god's indescribable gift however there's a difference between celebrating Jesus at Christmas and celebrating the season of Christmas, it's a difference. Celebrating Jesus is that man will live forevermore. In our society, purchasing Christmas gifts comes with a gift certificate, if you ask so that the receiver can return and get a refund or do an exchange. You'll find a lot of that in, the, in January. Christmas reminds us that God so loved his image bearer so deeply that he gave the gift with a policy that have no refunds, have no exchanges, and, can, and not, cannot be passed on to somebody else. It's the most valuable gift with significance any human being can receive. And that gift is locked. It's secured by faith and guarded by God when it comes to the status of a believer's eternally destiny in heaven. Locked in. Nobody can open it. Only Jesus has that key. And when He locked in, your faith is locked in. The most significant, substantial, and glorious person in all eternity is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was willing to put aside his glory and come to earth as a baby to give us the joy of Christmas. Titus 2.11 says, For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people. Unsaved people are starving. Unsaved people are starving spiritually, even though they hum along with the Christmas music playing in the shopping malls, heralding the Savior of the world. They're so close, but yet so far. Yes, we can enjoy the season without Christ. There's no hope. The baby in the manger we celebrate is the perfect and the only gift for the forgiveness of sins, bringing reconciliation, peace, and harmony between God and man. The angel announced in the beginning of his entrance to earth, glory to God in the highest, on earth peace. With whom his favor rests. That is a very important. Profound piece of scripture. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth peace with whom his favor rests. If you are in this congregation today. Or you are watching online. Make sure his favor rests on you. The true light that gives light to everyone came into the world at first Christmas, and we continue to celebrate every year because man will live forevermore. The indis- indescribable gift comes with a package. Believers do not only celebrate a season or a day designated, but celebrates what awaits them when Christmas will be fully realized in Jesus' kingdom. Revelation twenty one four says, "He will wipe every, he will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away, gone." When you come to Jesus' kingdom, no more cane, no more walker, no more wheelchair, no more hospital. Sorry, doctor, the job is gone. But Jesus has a special job for you when you go. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. I look forward for that day. What about you? I hope you do. And Jesus prayed this comforted prayer. In John 17, 24, which is a keeper for each one of us who are believers. That fits so well what he said at the Last Supper when they they will meet again in the New Kingdom. And his prayer goes like this. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am and to see my glory. The glory you gave me because you loved me before the creation of the world. What great hope Christmas brings, huh? What great hope. We have a God who loved us so much that he came in a manger, he didn't come in a hotel, no five star came in a hotel to give us life. And indeed, he came in a stable to give us a mansion. As we remember this morning in the prayer time. Father, thank you for for Christmas. Thank you, Lord, for Christmas in our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. And the joy we carry and the hope we have because of Christmas.